The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow. I'm joined by Sue Timberlake. Hey there. And John Roberts. And uh, we are here uh, to talk about a bunch of things, Uh, but before we uh, get into the nitty-gritty boring politics of the day, because... Nothing pretty dramatic happening, so. <laughs> it's been pretty boring. Yeah, I, uh, sorry, we'll try not to put you guys to sleep with uh, all the stuff that isn't happening, but uh, we do love to hear from you uh, during the show, uh, or after, really anytime, and you can get in touch with us in a few different ways. You can email us, uh, civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org, tweet at us, at civilpoliticsfm. Or Facebook.com with us at Facebook.com slash Civil Politics Radio, which is our community there. We do also have our own website, civilpoliticsradio.com, and that's uh, where we have recordings of previous episodes of the show, supplemental episodes, links to things we want to talk about, all kinds of good stuff like that. Definitely worth your valuable time to look at it. And speaking of valuable time, <coughs> excuse me. We uh, had our pledge drive last week, as uh, those of you who are listening may remember, as we went on ad infinitum about uh, valleyfreeradio.org slash donate. Ka-ching, ka-ching. <laughs> ka-ching, ka-ching. Um, it was a very successful pledge drive. Thank you to uh, the 110 listeners who were kind enough to contribute. Uh, my mom and I were happy to uh, uh, kick in an extra $1,000 in honor of my uh, late brother David, uh, because you guys hit our stretch goal, we really appreciate it. Uh, I believe we. I raised... think there's still um, donations coming in too. I heard a, another one. Uh, yeah, they were just still trickling in. I uh, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. The, the number I heard was that we had 110 donors or pledges. I mean, you yeah. know, we'll, we were matching pledges. Yeah. Uh, between you know, over the course of the week of the pledge drive, and I believe we topped six thousand dollars. Nice. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I mean, you know, if we were big fancy highfalutin, <laughs> you know, radio station with all like I don't know national affiliations and things, we might be. Let's go on a junket. Right, six thousand dollars <laughs> would be not that much, but for Valley Free Radio, that the way we we stretch our uh, we pinch our pennies and stretch our dollars, that's. Uh, a big deal, and we really appreciate uh, the support of each and every one of you. So thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, just yay. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Well, and, you know, every year we seem to do a little better, and I think it's just a testament to, you know, NPR with no funding. We do a great job. <laughs> At, you know, all the programming we have, it's, it is amazing. Yeah. And I think it's because people really are passionate and care about free speech and and uh, different voices, and you know, in a way that a, a non-commercial radio station can. Yeah. Which is, uh, and we train people and put them on the air. I mean, we do all that stuff. So, yeah, amazing. I'm always amazed. We, ha- w- 
a lot of it, we have a really strong local community. So we get a lot of interesting and different people with uh, diverse interests. I mean, it sounds like such a cliche, but I mean, we really have, there's a lot of different people who live in the Valley with unusual interests and they get to put on their programming about, you know, video game tunes and, and, and uh, Argentinian, Argentinian tango, tango and to J-Rock. And, exactly. Yeah. Like, like you get to, pop, sorry. Uh, we get to, well, you know, you're right. Yeah. We get to put actually on, both, both. Both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We have I Heart okay J-Rock Asia. and OK Asia. Yeah. Right. We have two great shows <laughs> that focus on. Yeah. Um, what I think is kind of neat is uh, I Heart J-Rock is just focusing on Japan, but like, you know, because there's lots of different kinds of music coming out of Japan, one week you'll get like, here's bubblegum pop. And the next week it's like, this is Japanese metal. <laughs> you know? It's like, okay. Yeah. No, it's really good. It, and I think it's a very welcoming station. I think that's yeah. part of it because I'm an old fart and a conservative and I'm as comfortable here as, you know, all the young things. Yeah. <laughs> all the teeny boppers. <laughs> all uh, you, all and you. our sock hops. Yeah. You, all your, all your, <laughs> And I like C span dance party, so you know. Yeah, because well, you know how to party. <laughs> yeah, um, that's it's a grand old party. <laughs> yeah. So, but we also it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do all of that without our listeners. Not just because your support, you know, financially is obviously essential to keeping the lights on, but also, uh, you know, it. We we need an audience. There's no point in a, like I can talk to a mirror all the time. <clears throat> so I I've heard. <laughs> damn it! I thought I was alone. <laughs> <laughs> Those bathrooms upstairs aren't as private as you thought. <laughs> right. Why? Okay. So what happened this week? <laughs> yeah. Next. Next topic. Well, yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I've. I, I've. Uh, things are okay. <laughs> that's good. It's good. It's good. It's been that kind of week. It's like a fire hose this week coming out of the yeah, news. It's yeah. Right. It's been well, a lot. It's been it's been a lot. It um, has it has been. And uh, our listeners are great. Uh, they want to hear all the all the stuff we talk about and all the music we play and all the other stuff. And we really appreciate you all. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. We wouldn't do it without you. Um, so thank you. And yes, there has been an awful lot to talk about. Uh, I don't know. Uh, er, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Governor Deval Patrick has decided <laughs> that he needs to run for president. Like now? Now see, as a feminist, yeah. every time a woman gets out in front in a race, yeah. the parties, both my party, the Republican, and the Democratic Party, often find some excuse me, genre, black guy, to split the vote. Some progressive. Oh, and it just, it's like what they did to Hillary with Obama, and it's just, it's a tactic. I, uh, what? Yeah. Wait, what? let's go, what? let's run that back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone play Missy Elliott. So, <laughs> what, wait. So uh, my argument is, every time a woman gets in front, in a, in a hot race, an important race, Men get in, and some of them get in because all all the the party faithful go. Oh shoot, we can't have a woman win this. I and they talk them into running. I don't think anybody had to talk Barack Obama into running back in two thousand. Oh no, they ran him. They ran him for office. The Democratic Party. They I talked mean, him well, into it. Yeah, they talked uh, him into it. But before, like they they didn't talk him into it. Like after Hillary announced or something. Like months after Hillary announced, he announced and. Early 
early February of yeah. that of of twenty two thousand seven. Yeah. So I don't think that I think that he was going. They they were trying to get him to run just in general. Um, we see a bright future for you, Mr. Obama. You can you should consider running for president. I think Okey doke. So, I think uh, some people maybe were trying now, to get but, Hillary to yeah. run, or she wanted to run, and some people were trying to get uh, Obama to run. Uh, because of his 2004 speech. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that there isn't... Misogyny? S- some misogyny <laughs> there. I'm just... I'm not saying that. Um, I just don't think that, that it is uh, like, a pri- like a primary... Um, I, I think, I, I think I, people I, are I, motivated. I, I understand the pattern Motivation, you're talking... Thank you. Yeah. I understand yeah. the pattern you're talking about. I just... Uh, I just balk at the idea that, like, that's all that sort of... Like... I don't know. I just I don't think that was what was driving Barack Obama's like that. We can't let a girl have it. <laughs> no, no, I don't think he did. But they did the same thing. There was a there was a, a woman who was winning in Boston. She was a city councilor that was going to win the mayor's seat. Uh-huh. And she's very progressive. She was a Benedictine uh, nun. Very powerful. Probably would have been the first. When was this? This was probably 20 years ago in Boston. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. That and they ran, um, they talked, a guy who was, he used to do The Connection. I can't think of his name. but he Christopher was a, Lydon. Lydon. They talked him into running, and it split the vote, and Menino got it. And that was the part, that was the Democratic Party, in, and I've seen it over I, and over again. No, no, I, I, I believe it, and I'm like, yeah. I adored The Connection, the, a great yeah. call-in radio show with Christopher Lydon. They appealed to his but Christopher Lydon, pride. Christopher <laughs> Lydon is, was not, a, I, I think, a humble man. <laughs> no, they appealed to his, and I think yeah. they just did the same thing with Duvall. I wouldn't. I wouldn't to be split tot- the vote in New Hampshire. Then he'll be out, and we'll I wouldn't be there. totally surprised if that's the case because he has also missed a lot of the other early filing states. Uh, yeah, I, I just. Uh, I know. It's I don't a know. Little I'm provocative. Not, I, well, what I said. Let, well, let, no, let's not worry so much so much about Barack Obama. I, I, I don't think that's really worth talking about. Here's the thing, and I don't think the same you know, thing is true. Of Bloomberg. I think Bloomberg's just self motivated. Yeah. Here's the thing. If Deval Patrick goes in, he's not taking votes from from uh, Warren. In New Hampshire, he is. In New Hampshire, I don't. I don't think he's taking votes from Warren. I think he's taking votes from Biden. Yeah, he's to the right next of state. Warren. Yeah, but next state over. You know, that's the old Bernie and. You I, know, think, I, I think. I think that's really why Romney did he's well. A, in New he's Hampshire. a. He's a. He's a. He's a. He's a DNC, like, faithful. Like yeah. he. He. He is. I. He. Warren's supporters are Bain are, Capital. I yeah, think the white supporters lawyer, are not. Yeah, exactly. Lawyer for Coca Cola. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a yeah, that's a DNC. That's a DNC faithful center left Democrat. The, oh no, the, that's an investment banker. Bain that's Capital. Mitt Romney you're talking about. No, talking. Deval, no, no, Deval Patrick. Yeah. He, he was with Bain Capital. Yeah, I forgot yeah, that. yeah. I think he got a job. I have. I forget yeah. if it's before or after. His I think election. it was both. Um, yeah. But he—that's the thing. He's I know he'd a, been a co- corporate counsel for Coca-Cola. Yeah, he's a—he's a center-left candidate. He's a—he's a machine candidate. Like he's—he's—he's he's, he's definitely a party candidate. Like Liz Warren is—is is way more She's to the left. Person. She's yeah. she is still partly machine. Yeah. She is still more. Um, quote-unquote politician even though everybody in the race is a politician even if they say they don't because they're running for 
office a political office a political office so you're pro <laughs> anyway that i hate that but um i think she has more um more of her own supporters he, she built her own campaign in massachusetts and actually she did. ran a little bit against the democratic but, party well, that's, but that's you know the, who else has their own the supporters <laughs> that's the i mean that, that's the point she if he goes into the race if bloomberg goes into the race they're taking center left people because they are entering the race i think i honestly i think they're entering the race now because they're saying that they're seeing that biden, biden week. is weak and he is going to be taken out i, I uh, agree with you on that I i'm just saying DNC that is, there's is, a, you know there's a there's a pattern with women that they all they're, of a they're, sudden they're scrambling for the center line yeah that over yeah. all of a sudden there's a black guy well, I was being provocative with that. But a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. what happens. The minute a woman gets out in front, a bunch of guys jump in the race, some of it for their own ego, but some of it because the party is misogynist. Let, let me push back on you here. Not that I disagree that there won't be misogyny uh, in the Democratic Party, because there will be. Um, and not because there aren't factions within the Democratic Party. I mean, you know... Uh, I, I don't know how much of it was misogyny and how much of it was just like, you know, I don't really like Hillary that much having worked with her and I don't think she'd be a good candidate. So let's try and find an alternative to her back in 2008, for example. But uh, and I argue that the guy with the guys, people say they've paid their dues. Uh, it's their turn. Uh, yeah. There's a lot more of that. People, That's what's people, going on. people said that about Hillary in uh, 2016. Honestly, I kind of agree <laughs> with her because if they, That's if what they Biden really does. wanted to just run someone against Hillary, then they could have gotten Warren because they told her not to run. I she wasn't ready to run. I, don't, I think I Elizabeth... Think she, I, I think she could have run. She could have run, but I think Senator Warren uh, said, okay, uh, I've been... You no, know, in 2015, which is when she would have had to get, get in the race, she's like, I've held political office for precisely three years. Uh, you know, two and a half years. I'm not point. Barack Obama, so I can't run for president yet. Well, I think she might have said... I think she might have did after two years. Sure. Well, but he I, was in state office as yeah. well. But I, I think she might have also just genuinely said, like, I don't feel like I'm ready. I feel like there's too much going on in the Senate. I, you know, I, I don't I just think she I think that was honest. Yeah. yeah. I, th I, I you know, think, totally. Yeah. I, 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 the I same think way she, Chris Christie wasn't ready the first time they tried to get him to run. Sure. So uh, before, before so he the, wasn't ready. the big hole <laughs> in your uh, uh, analysis, uh, I think. Hypothesis is that, uh, I mean, a uh, if you want to uh, take votes away from Elizabeth Warren, there's already a candidate in the race that arguably the the Democratic Party establishment hates even more, named Bernie Sanders, yeah. who's also got the you know oh he's from the next state over yep. factor. So uh, I'm saying the timing. When did they get in? They got in when she pulled in front of Biden. Uh, I've seen some polls suggesting that uh, actually it's Bernie in the lead. Yeah. You know, like, well, I, I guess I'm I think the poll I think to... the polling is is flexible and variable. But like when the uh, when the question of uh, well, there are some people who are going to not want to vote for Elizabeth Warren because they just you know their their internalized sexism is such that they'll be like I don't know, there's just something about a woman telling me what to do. You know, nails on chalkboard or whatever doesn't look presidential. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, those people, dog whistle words, the progressive, the, the ones who are interested in voting sort of lefty progressivey, are going to vote for Bernie Sanders. Like, there's already a place for those left winger votes to go, and the centrists 
aren't going to be voting for Warren or Sanders anyway. But the there's... people who want something more moderate, who want something like Joe Biden or Amy Klobuchar or Pete just Buttigieg say... or, uh, uh, you know, please go on for me. Booker. Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, uh, Cory Booker. Yeah, I guess he's he's yeah. more he's more center line than yeah. uh, Warren or Sanders. Get yeah. it done. There, there are not there there are not a lot of uh, candidates that are actually or Kamala uh, as as left as as Bernie and and Warren. And Warren, I think, is far to the right of Bernie, but that's because of her tax. That, well, I, yeah. that she, I don't, I yes. wouldn't but say far perceive, to the right, yeah, but I, she is definitely her, to the right of them. Perceive her. They've painted her as a, um, yeah. Well, she said she's a capitalist. Yeah. Which means she's from the, to the right of Bernie, like yeah. just right there. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, the, if they, if they really wanted to take votes away from, uh, they wouldn't, I don't think they put up Bernie. They wouldn't support Bernie because they don't like him. Uh, I think they would run someone if they they would run someone that is t- slightly to the right of her uh, to take to take those votes that um, and they probably they probably put up a woman because they would take some of the women away from from Liz Warren. Yeah, uh, because some some of her support is because of that. Uh, so the the thing is that I think I think they're putting I, I really think that the candidates there especially deval patrick i think he's coming in because they were like we need a replacement for biden and pete Buttigieg is not happening yeah uh, because he's not taking south carolina whatsoever yeah you said something happened today i missed oh it god him. he is so bad with black people it's insane it's just surprising uh for a young guy it's mm, for it's not for just a matter of age. Yeah. No, it's not a matter of it's just he the way that he interacts with with his um black constituents, the way that he presents himself um to to the black community, it's just he, th- there is there is more of an antagonism <laughs> with him. Hmm. Uh he doesn't he 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 doesn't handle the race issues in his city that well. Yep. Um, I, I just want to say that, and that's Indiana, uh, right? So that's kind of a yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to say regarding Buttigieg, um, do you know the how many votes uh, he got to get into his position to run for president? I actually seven thousand, six thousand, like five thousand or something. Eight thousand. Eight thousand. Yeah. He got about eighty five hundred votes. Uh, so he blew away his his opponent, who only had about two thousand votes. However, uh, South Bend, right? That's his city. Yeah, yeah South Bend has a, right. a population of, of over hundred thousand. So, right, you know, he got he got the support of eight percent of the citizens of his city to put him in office. Sounds like Al Gore when he ran for president, he didn't win Tennessee. Yeah, well, I mean, he did win his state. He didn't. No, 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 no. Not. I'm sorry. Not yeah. his state. He won his city. I Al mean, Gore. Pete yeah. Buttigieg won his election. I don't yeah. see how that tracks with Al Gore. Well, I'm losing just Tennessee that, in 2000. Well, that it's just a, it's just minuscule support. It's, I'm just, it's minuscule uh, turnout of yeah. the people who turned out. He got yes. he got thumping great support. Yeah, but most people didn't turn out. You know, out, he won. So. He got four to one. But yeah. So but with, with that kind of low overall turnout. I think the mayors in Northampton get more than that by a, by a stretch. I, I mean, I don't know. It would, yeah. So I think the I think the main point, and I think we should put a pin on this. Cause, I agree. Um, <laughs> Sorry. The, 
why it's fine. This is I I I could go on. For, I was trying like, to poke focus. you guys with a stick. Yeah, well, you know? and you succeeded. <laughs> Good job. You're both awake you know? now. I, I was like, what? <laughs> um, the I think the I think the the main point that we're trying to make is that one, yes, there's going to be misogyny with with Warren. There already is. Oh, it's huge. There already is. Yes. And oh, yeah. It's terrible. Um, and I want to smack people. Upside the head all the I time. I like the Saturday Night Live portrayal of her, though. I think that's pretty funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, Kate, Kate McKinnon's McKinnon. doing a great job. Yeah. I watched that and I was just straight faced through the whole thing. Oh, you oh, didn't yeah? think oh, it was funny? I don't think Saturday Night Live is funny anymore, like in in general. All right. Well, that's but, that's something we should talk about <laughs> off air. Yeah. yeah. That. Um. But the. Uh. I think that the the thing is the way that he's entering the race, the way that um they're portraying him. Uh, and the way that his his ad was shot, I was watching that. And oh, I haven't seen the ad for Duvall. Oh yeah, it's it's he basically he's running a 2008 campaign in 20 for 2020. Uh, he's uh, he's going more on which the is what Cory Booker's doing. Arguably. No, Cory Booker is more on policy. He's not. He didn't talk about policy at all in oh. his in his ad at all. He doesn't have any policy on his website. It's crazy. This primary is about policy it's all been about policy all of the debates all of the the issues it's all been about Down what do you deep. want to do yeah what how are you going to do it how are you going to pay for it it has nothing to do with let's come together and hug that's his that's oh, is that what Duvall came out with? that's his ad that's well that was him in 2008 they're, they're trying to run obama yeah in 2020 no yeah <laughs> no so i think i think in I mean, that's my what, opinion, also what Biden's trying to do in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he cause he's failing because he's not a black guy. But, but also I, just I in mean, terms of he's like, well, you know, once I'm in there, I know I can work with the Republicans. It's like, yeah, how? Yeah. What? Were you asleep for your vice presidency? <laughs> well, they had a a Obama like an an Obama kind of in their back pocket because they actually knew each other, and Duvall's. Uh, slogan during his during his governor race is is basically a a longer form. Yes, we can. Yeah. Uh, it Obama stole it. Took that. Like, well, With he permission. gave permission. With permission. Yeah. But it, yeah. It was. Uh, so I think that this is him entering the race is them trying to save the centrists uh, from Biden. Maybe save the legacy. Of I don't think I don't think this will affect Warren. At all, yeah. I really don't. I think he. I think Biden is going to go down the polls. I think Buttigieg is going to go down the polls, and he's going to get up to like eight percent. And and if the if he has the money, and the 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 apparatchiks with inside the Democratic Party will hopefully be able to keep getting invitations to dinner at Mark Zuckerberg's, which is I think, you know, <laughs> or you know, or Warren Buffett's or Bill Gates's yeah. or any you know billionaire. <laughs> Well, and Zuckerberg's supporting Buttigieg, right? Uh, I, I so don't we've think heard. He's, yeah. I don't know. He hasn't really come out um, with an official endorsement. But he, he apparently he's made but, suggestions to Mr. Well, Buttigieg's campaign, but I don't they're, know. They're pals. Yeah. So anyway, um, next up. Yeah, and we, Bloomberg, we're just like, he got in. Okay, he's going to spend lots he's of money. He's going to spend so much money in the early like states. Like Steyer, yeah. He's going to— uh, He'll be in the debate. Yeah, probably. maybe they'll— Oh wait, he can't get enough uh, individual donations. Maybe I wouldn't not. think in time. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll just spend a ton of money. He might, you know, 
because it has to be both. Right? I want to say one more thing about about uh, Patrick. I want him. Wait, the producer said we should move on. Yeah, and the producer say <laughs> producer says he has, one has more overruled, thing. <laughs> uh, overridden himself. I want Warren and Patrick to be the the front runners, so we can have a Boston Rumble. Oh. Both of them from Massachusetts. Yep, yep. Both of them have Duking it out. <laughs> the the bean bean town beatdown or yeah. something. I want it. Yeah. I want that so much. The bean pot, <laughs> which is actually a hockey game between BU and BC, but yeah. Yes. The bean pot. <laughs> uh, man, now I want to see uh Warren and Patrick like in hockey pads. <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty quick if the you notice. On ice. <laughs> and we spent yeah. a lot of time on this one. Um, Does anybody know her? Can you call a campaign and suggest? <laughs> Actually, Saturday Night Live that would be funny. S- strangely, Liz Warren and I aren't 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 super close. Uh, Just, uh, yeah. On Saturday Night Live, they probably put like heavy Boston accents on both of them yeah. like, during a debate or something. Yeah, that might be funny. Maybe yeah. so if they brought back um, is it Amy Poehler? I forget the two in um, Fallon that used to do the Boston accent. Oh, there's a bunch of people yeah. on that show who do Boston yeah. accents yeah. because the sort of the Southie Boston accents become like a stereotype around the country. Yeah, because you know, like all Massachusetts, all people from Massachusetts sound like that, right? Boston. Uh, I certainly do. It's like New York City versus Upper State New York. Yeah, yeah. So we have five yeah, minutes. Oh, good God. We stayed off impeachment for a whole half an hour. Unbelievable. <laughs> How did you do that? Oh, my God. Uh, and I know you're not trying to, to derail us from talking about that, but it was like, man. I, you, you, you know how to like dangle keys in front of you, don't you? <laughs> yeah, shiny objects. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> All right, so uh, five minutes left. Did you guys see the... Um, uh, the the hearings. I saw parts of them. And I pieces saw parts of, of them. Yeah, I saw more and today than yesterday. Reading than and Wednesday. listening to summaries and whatnot. Okay. Um, so, quick yeah. thoughts. Quick thoughts. Um, we got five. Yeah, four minutes. Quick thoughts on on the impeachment. <sighs> on, the, on the impeachment. In hearings. the marketplace, we can go into more. In the uh, marketplace, after. disruptors are good thing. In, huh? in the marketplace, disruptors are a good thing. They, yes, I, they, I, I heard what you said. Like, yeah. but what? <laughs> so, but in a in a hearing in Congress, my party is embarrassing to me. They all they do is disrupt. They have no interest in allowing any facts to get on the table, and it's really hard. The pieces that I've watched have been just horrifying. You know, rule. You know, asking for points of order and just constantly trying to and did you disrupt. see the, like the moment when um, I think it was today and. Uh, Devin Nunes tried to pass some of yield some of his time to one of uh, the other Republicans. I missed it, but John and I were talking about it before you got here, and uh, okay. I believe it totally. I oh mean, I didn't God. see it for myself, but John, yeah. go ahead. Uh, oh, I, I I watched the the hearings from about oh like noon today uh, until until they ended around three uh, thirty, um, maybe a little earlier. I watched like four hours of it. Good for you. Uh, it was, I'll be watching it this weekend. Yeah, and I watched the uh, a lot of it um, midday on Wednesday. Uh, I didn't I didn't catch the beginning or the very end on Wednesday, but I saw like a good chunk of it in the middle. And they've you guys you need to keep your guys in order. Who let the dogs I mean, out? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> they were with the pieces. See, I saw mostly at the afternoon, but then the news. 
So yeah. I, I believe totally what you said because the little snippets I saw were Uh-oh. just embarrassing. What Mike was you're saying they're no to... longer housebroken. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, what Mike was referring to was when I think it was you were referring to, uh, when um, uh, Schiff passed the um, the time uh, the 45 minutes that were allotted for the Republicans for Nunes and for and according to the rules that they put down for Nunes and for the council. Right, and Nunes gets to decide how to use that 45 minutes. Exactly. He, he, he could read Dr. Seuss the whole 45 minutes if he wants. It's his time. Exactly. It is his time or the or the lawyer's time. Or, or, or Mr. Castor, a, the, uh, the the counsel the Republicans are using. And they're designated lawyers. That's what I'm saying. In yeah, advance. Yeah. No, I just wanted to be yeah. clear. Yeah. Um, so his time or, the, or Mr. Castor's time, he tried to um, pass time to Jim Jordan, who they've actually put on that committee for this for my parties put them on the exactly yeah. uh because he's really good at hearings being a jerk in hearings <sighs> and that goes against the set rules that were set by the majority so uh he tries to put it to jim jordan jim jordan's like oh i'm gonna start questioning okay. him the whistleblower let's bring the, the yeah yeah Benghazi. Schiff starts gaveling him down Clinton. because of course he is jim jordan sorry Representative Jordan, he just laid out like, okay, I guess, you know, like if you're going to be like that or something like that, like something really flip to the to the chairperson. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, you're a huge jerk. Anyway. Yeah. And you can't watch it when that that stuff goes on. It's very hard for anybody to watch it. He did that. uh, uh, Mr. Nunes did that again today. Uh, I forget. Oh, I thought you were talking about today. Yeah, that was today. Oh, well, there was another there was another instance where I can't remember the woman's name, but he tried to yield to uh, what? No, uh, it was the congresswoman probably from New York. Yeah, I think she was. She would. They they were really trying and, to give her time as well. And and again, uh, uh, Chairman Schiff was five. like, "That's not the agreement," which you know yeah. we've had these rules passed in Measure you know six sixty that we're not going to do this. What you know that like you part, like people get time later, five minute time slots later, so she can talk then and do whatever she wants because right. she's got that time. But not this now. time right now is for you or your or your or your council designated lawyer. And yeah. It's it's and apparently the you know it's 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 uh it's childish it's a, well it's yeah. it's a, it's a yeah because it's it's a it's a stunt yeah. it is and they, yeah people want to hear what actually they want to hear what what went down they really do want to hear from the witnesses themselves mm-hmm. they don't they don't want these Congress people so you know, <clears throat> so all right we're gonna take a break in a moment but I just want to say there is a. There is a standard uh, thing I've been noticing amongst punditry, and I'm not the only one. Uh, but the way commenter, you know, commenters will, will respond. Oh, punditry. About punditry. Yes. Sorry, I like, thought you said punk tree. It's like that's yes, punk-tree. the punk trees. Yes. I thought is that another comic that I don't know. No, yeah, you just sh- you just cut off all the branches, <laughs> so just the sides of the tree. Can it be goth too or not? No, no, it's just that's punk. different. That's a that's. A, Grunge, no. Okay. Goth has got to have uh, uh, black, black, black yeah. nail makeup uh, and glitter. So <laughs> okay, uh, all right, all right. You know Pun- what? Punditry. You know what? Let's stick a fork in this because uh, we'll come back and talk about this. But there's there's a problem I think with the with the way people like us in you know actual mainstream respectable jobs where they're like on TV with suits and everything talk about uh uh incidents uh, you know it's like the this media's kind of, fault oh yeah let's no it's not that. the media's fault 
Maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Bright I'm, shiny objects. Uh, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll 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 make my point when we get back. But right now, uh, assuming we have p- buttons ready to be pushed, we're gonna play some PSAs, promos, station IDs, and other good stuff like that. Keep the FCC happy, and we'll be back with more civil politics here on Valley Free Radio in just a, just a couple minutes. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in the CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. The Lily Library is filled with adventure and wonder for kids and adults of all ages. Lily Library in downtown Florence lends books and movies to everyone. They offer free parking, free Wi-Fi, and two-hour sessions on Internet-connected computers. They also offer extensive programs for children, including story hours, clubs, and activities for teens, as well as adult programs. The library is open Tuesday and Thursday evenings, Saturdays and Sundays. Find out more at lilylibrary.org. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, and the country. We have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. It's important to make sure your family has a plan in case of an emergency. We talked to this family to see if each of them knew where to meet if they were not together when something happened. If a natural disaster happened and we were outside the home, we would all meet at the park. That's our meeting point. I meet with our neighbor's house because she is my mom's good friend. We all have a meeting spot, which is a bus stop. Is your plan any better? To learn more about making an emergency plan for your family, go to www.mass.gov slash MEMA. Brought to you by the Ready Massachusetts U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. VFR listeners, this is Bob Balo. I'm at the controls in the VFR studio every Monday morning from 6 till 9 a.m. I play music and I talk. And I give the time and temperature. Also, I drink a lot of coffee. Then I go home. But I faithfully return every Monday morning, 6 till 9 a.m. on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP Northampton. You work hard for your wages, so you need to know most workers should receive at least the federal minimum wage and hopefully more. Also, most workers should receive overtime if they work more than 40 hours in seven days. These are the laws for everyone, documented or not. Have questions about your wages? Call the U.S. Department of Labor Wage in Our Division. It's free and confidential. Call 1 866 487 9243. That's one 4 us wage We can help. A message from the U.S. Department of Labor. The Oblivion Express, old-school, free-form, eclectic radio programming every Thursday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. on Valley Free Radio. Since 1981, the Oblivion Express has been traveling the musical spaceways in the Valley 
an eclectic mix of music from the 1940s to today and featuring just about every genre, rock, jazz, blues, world, folk, reggae, and so much more. Join me, DJ Funkadelic Fern, every Thursday morning on the Oblivion Express. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow still. John was still pushing the buttons. Still push, Sue's still pushing my buttons. Your buttons. Yeah. <laughs> and genres. I try to be equal opportunity. Pushing my Bidens. I mean, buttons. <laughs> Damn. Um, right. Right. <laughs> so uh, the thing I was I, that, that came to mind that made me start sputtering it before it went to break, <laughs> and I'm just going to say this and we can move on because I think it colors a lot of what's happening. I thought I was in the studio with a farmall tractor when you started <laughs> backfiring. <laughs> Sorry. You got to let out the choke is what it is. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly what. <laughs> so, um, there is, I hope a role, a useful role, uh, to be uh, to be had for people like us, people who are, hey, we're here to talk and give our opinions and offer insight onto stuff about politics, and maybe it's useful. I mean, yeah. uh, I mean, you know, spoiler alert. Part of the reason I do it is because I'm a narcissist and I love the sound of my own voice. I admit it, but uh, I am like my my excuse is that I'm trying to be helpful to people, um, and hopefully I do it. I don't know, but I'm trying. I really am. So uh, it's one thing to say, okay, here is stuff about the law that you should know, or here is about the stuff about the person who's testifying that you should know, or here is uh, background about the Ukraine, or so having listened to their testimony, here's what I find persuasive or not persuasive about it, or here is the question I think the committee should be asking but hasn't, or here's a great question the committee asked that I didn't even think of, whatever. Like, that is analysis, that is... Critical. Uh, help, well, analysis and further explanation, it, yeah, it's critical. Critical yes. thinking. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I'm sorry, I was like, wait, what, critical? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, it's all important. No, yeah, you're right. It is critical. It's, it's criticism. Yeah. I've I've seen I see too many people get up in front of the cameras or get on the microphones and start talking about how they think this is playing with voters, with people who are maybe like like with the great mass of the American public and how it's going to play in the polls and it's like what what yeah. how can you possibly know? I love that example you used while we were on the break about moving the moving the um, needle. Moving the needle. Or, yeah. You know. it, it's almost horse race stuff. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, know, they're, yeah. they're ahead. It's like, tell me the details. Don't tell me who you think is ahead. You know, tell me, tell me what happened. Right. Okay. And, yeah, because it, it's, it's... It takes the fun out of it, sort of, or, or I don't know. Well, but it's, it's, it's trying to put... It it's really is a, a form of putting one's thumb on the scale because it's not about what you know. It's not about your experience with this subject or your take on the witnesses. The you Democrats know. are ahead. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, what does that do for anybody to... Yeah. Well, not, yeah, yeah. What, how is that helpful? Uh, yeah, no, that's a great point, too. And it might I, influence somebody to think the Democrats are ahead, which, of course, they're not, but... Yeah. <laughs> but 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 I, I I'm just sputtering at the more the more basic level of like on what basis do you have to to make that assertion like what information do you have what data like like how do you like on what 
grounds do you feel like you have insight into what the you know the great mass of American people or some segment of the American uh, electorate is responding or is uh, how they are perceiving what's going on I mean that's that that's not analysis that's that's uh, I don't know wishful thinking it's 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 nonsense. So if I said there's no expertise that would let you do that. If I, I said Trump is in trouble, and the way I know that is Ann Coulter tweeted that she's done and she's ready to support somebody else. That is a little factoid. She actually did that this week. She sure. tweeted, and it was because she disagreed with some policy. She's thing been he saying tweeted. stuff like that for a while, though. But you know, that's sort of at least I gave you a detail as to why I think yes Trump is in trouble. So you're you're saying that if you're going to do something like that, you got to at least give people some factoids so they can evaluate themselves why you're why you think that but these pronouncements are well i mean objectively president trump is in trouble because there are hearings about whether or not to vote vote him out for impeachment uh in the house right now i mean that's that's trouble that's a problem if you have the job of president they're considering whether or not to to take you out of it you know like i don't know how to not call that a problem for the president and a fact it's a fact fact, yes But uh, to sort of say, like, okay, so having seen these hearings, here is what I think millions of people I don't know and haven't talked to. And may not have watched it yet because they'd come home at six after right, work. <laughs> are, are going to think about it tomorrow. And I, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, I... There, there's, there's already so much opinion. And, and, you know, there's already so many things of... of I mean, I was earlier mentioning uh, 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 Congresswoman Stefanik from New York and Jim Jordan and Devin Nunes and all these other... Trying to disrupt the proceedings. Right. And I mean, there are some people who are going to be... I'm sure there will be some people who are like, wow, I I just can't believe how disrespectful uh, Chairman Schiff was and this is totally wrong and, you know, it's a witch hunt and whatever. I mean, sure, there there will be some people who feel that way, I but I don't people... know how many. And I, I all I what I do know is that that is a narrative that is going to be pushed, or that is being pushed rather, yeah. by certain uh, right wing news outlets, or and, just trying to get uh, people not to watch it, which is sort of the you know some of that stuff you just can't watch, right? You know, you turn it off. You're like, well, I thought I was going to find out something about this uh, ambassador to the Ukraine that you know everybody's talking just about. Just Ukraine, yeah. It's it's not the Ukraine. It's Ukraine. oh sorry. Yeah. Um, but that's what I wanted to hear about, and I'm not going to hear about that because these guys are doing this stuff, and I'm going to go, you know, make some coffee and right, yeah, and and uh, it dissuades you from watching it, actually. So talking about the actual substance of the hearing, finally, I know I our, <laughs> I hear our listeners cry. We have fi- <laughs> we have five minutes left, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have more than that. Like seven? <laughs> no, we have like we we have 10, a good, 12. We, we have, have over ten minutes of, left. Uh, so <laughs> so speaking of the hearing, like you were saying. Yes. Or, yeah, we, we have a, a speaking of the hearing. Like, Oh, my God. I can hear you now. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to push the button. That's my only job. Yeah. Pushing buttons. Well, we like to talk to you behind the scenes while we're on the air. <laughs> so speaking about the hearing, what were you going to say, Mike? Uh, sorry, I got distracted, too. <laughs> do you want me to just Lost do a rundown? <laughs> no. or? Uh, well, so talking about the hearings... Uh, the actual testimony from uh, uh, Taylor Kent and y- Yovanovitch. Uh, uh, well, and the, the the yes, the from the diplomats, the career diplomats yesterday and today. Wednesday and today. Uh, 
Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. Am I right? I, maybe I'm wrong. I, I thought no, that's when right. we started. It was Wednesday like, and then today. Uh, yeah, Thursday week, we were off. Is it Tuesday? Oh, Thursday Wednesday? we were off. Okay. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week, right? There's, yeah, I think there's so. There's quite, yeah. a, quite so, a lineup. So the testimony was, I thought, uh, built a, a comprehensive and persuasive case. You know, the new details that came out, like President Trump's uh, uh, overheard cell phone call and whatnot. Yeah, but, and that guy's going to be. In public next week, I yeah. think, right? Yeah. yeah. But even uh, uh, s- setting that aside, what I thought was I thought was kind of embarrassing, and I see why you, you were— I started I, that way, yeah. Yeah, I was like, uh It's because I haven't seen any real engagement from uh, uh, Republican questioners, uh, either the Republican council or any of the Republican uh, you uh, representatives. Know, you want to know their strategy? Uh, I do in a second. <laughs> okay. Uh, just you know, they they haven't sort of brought out new lines of questioning or or different uh, sets of facts. Except Mr. Castor, the the counsel, uh, uh, I was questioning um, Kent Taylor, Ivanovich. Uh, no, the other fellow. Uh, Kent. No, not Mr. Kent. The other fellow. Taylor. Oh, Taylor. Yeah, that's why I'm saying Kent, comma Taylor. Comma Yovanovitch. Oh, I thought you were saying Ken <laughs> Taylor. No, Kent, I'm like no. Kent, comma Taylor. Ambassador Taylor, um, <laughs> and Mr. Kent, who is the deputy undersecretary, right? Yes, for yes. Uh, I forget what what uh, I he, think for he, for he, that he, area. Yeah, yeah. For, for that for the, for section the State that Department. The Ukraine. Yes. So uh, uh, he was you know asking Ambassador Taylor like, what do you think about uh, this whole thing in the 2016 election? And like, I don't know. <laughs> Like, uh, I'm not a lawyer, and I wasn't involved in the election, and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I like that and because they just got never... it right off the table. They just swept it. You know, yeah. the minute the stupid question got asked that they were trying to yeah. trap them in. Yeah, right. Yeah. well, it, it, yes. So tell me what, so what, I thought, what you think I, the strategy is. I thought the, th- the parts that I saw, because I only saw it in the afternoon when I got home from work, but um, I thought that the witnesses were very believable and— didn't weren't tricky at all and when they supported Trump in something they said that which I thought was you know it's a good way it, it's important to be honest and, mm-hmm. and to establish that but anyway um, all I heard was Ukraine is corrupt over and over and over again from my party um, there was a conflict of interest with Hunter Biden and you know Yovanovitch admitted that she had trouble with that and had mentioned it to her bosses and so did Kent and Taylor they all said that there was a problem at the time that it you know, that they were concerned about how it appeared. Um, mm-hmm. They asked Yovanovitch why she didn't defend herself, as if that's a criticism of her. You know, it, it was weird. Uh, unfair proceedings. But also she did. I, 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 I was struck by, do you think you could have done more? And she's like, maybe, but I mean, I... It's the I've, culture I've, of the State Department. I've, I've, she followed the... Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I brought it up with my superiors. I said, like, I feel like I'm being undermined by Rudy Giuliani. This is a problem. And yeah. 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 Um, and unfair proceedings. So Ukraine has huge, you know, corruption and unfair proceedings. And that's that's basically their line of argument. And it's really hard to listen to because I think people do want to hear the witnesses and hear, you know, what they saw and heard. And, you know, so it'll be interesting to see. And Sondheim is in the middle of it now. So next week when he's um, 
in public. That'll be interesting. And um, when he's under oath. Well, Stone just went to jail. Roger Stone has been convicted of obstructing obstruction of justice, Congress, lying to Congress, lying to Congress, and witness tampering. Yep. And I haven't heard what he's been what the sentence is. Yeah, they haven't sentencing sent- haven't hasn't happened. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, but he's but, been found guilty. Yeah. So think what that does to Sondheim. Because Sondheim is sitting there. He's not an old-time friend of Trump. He's sort of a—he's like the guy that gave a lot of money and got an ambassadorship out of it. Yeah. And so he's got to be looking at Stone going, Uh oh. shoot, I better amend my testimony. Well, he already has been. And uh, it's also uh, worth uh, just a little detail. Um, there's that aid material in the Mueller report that was redacted and not yet shared with Congress because— of harm to ongoing matter investigation well ongoing uh court cases yeah you know there's a trial going on yeah you know we can't just be releasing information willy-nilly we don't want to you know influence the trial we don't want to screw things up so the timing of all that is good it's over now roger stone has been found guilty like that trial is done like the matter of finding fact and presenting evidence that's over with uh if you know mr stone either at this point gets a pardon or else he finds some defect in the way the trial was conducted, some matter of law that was flawed. That he can appeal. That he yeah. can appeal. But he, you know, there's no appealing. And it was a jury trial, too. Right, so. exactly. So, so he can't go back and ask for another trial because it was just a judge. So Right. And he, Well, and he can't, you know, there's just like, there's no more introducing new evidence or, or talking about poisoning the, 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 the pool or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, there's no basis to hold back that information anymore. So that's, you know, and, uh, and of course, uh, I think this is worse than Nixon. Yeah. But you know, when you lay out all the corruption and who was doing what and what they were doing it for and all that, I just think it's, it's, I think it's worse than Nixon. I, I guess I can say that cause I was, you know, very much engaged. You were an in, adult then. I mean, yeah. I, I was alive. I remembered the Nixon hearings, but like as a child, like Do you remember what is doing this as he left? No, I don't. <laughs> on the plane. But I just I remember like <laughs> I did the peace sign as, and that's what he did as he got on the plane and I, I, waved goodbye the, to the, the Capitol, like the, the, the Marine One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I've, it I've, was weird. <laughs> yes, Nixon was weird. Like I remember him. You know, as a small child, a three-year-old, a four-year-old, and just remember thinking that there's something about that adult that, like, seems wrong and I don't trust him, you know? Just, like, what what is up with that guy, you know? Like, yeah. Like, you know, because there was something always awkward and off-kilter about Nixon. He just, there, he was never quite genuine. He never felt, seemed relaxed and able to connect with people, really. He was not comfortable in his own skin. Exactly. And yeah. that, I noticed that as and a— small as, dogs and children don't always— um, yeah, I didn't. They point that out usually. So. Yeah, I did. I didn't. Yeah, and so I, I, as I grew up, I was, I've always wondered, like, why did people trust that guy? Why did people think, oh yeah, no, he's fine. We you know, can the, make him president. The turning point wrong? for me in the Stone, um, the Stone case that just went down, was that Stone threatened the guy's dog. <laughs> That's how he intimidated the witness. He yeah. told him he was going to take his, kill his dog. Oh yeah. And it's like, oh my God, it's just, it, it's. It's so funny, all this stuff and the, you know, the arms and the whoozy and the what's and the obstruction and the lying and WikiLeaks and Assange. And for me, it was that he threatened the guy's dog. You know, if I'd been on that jury. <laughs> yeah. If in like, and you believed, oh, he made that threat? Yeah. No, he's gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, th- th- there's something remarkably petty and small-minded about it. And, and, 
and, and that's how humans are sometimes. You know? Yeah, and I'm very parochial and small. Well, no, but I mean, just as, <laughs> as a threat, it's like you know, like <laughs> and I'll get your dog too. <laughs> too you know, yeah. I think that's a famous line from a movie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it doesn't look like Kansas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if someone's going to throw a bucket of water in Roger Stone. Let's see what happens. <laughs> So, well, uh, that dog too, <laughs> I always thought Mr. Stone was more of a flying monkey, but anyway, <laughs> that's enough movie references and cheap insults on my part. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, one thing that was interesting from the hearing is that, uh, something Chris Wallace said. Um, well, yes, indeed. Elevate our discourse, please. It, I think if you are, I think if you're not moved by the testimony of Marie, you know, Ivanovich today you don't have a pulse that was that was Chris, Chris Wallace, Wallace Fox News uh, Fox News talking yeah, about the hearing today one of the few honest um, journalists in the on like what the, the last one you think like, it's the last one two of them left hmm. uh, so maybe they'll find you know, some more no <laughs> That's not. That's not going to happen. I, I but, have a um, very low opinion of Fox News, but it is hard to find. Who's the Democratic um, National Committee? I can't think of her name. Debbie Who, Wasserman Schultz. No, that just went to work for them. Um, Donna Brazil. Donna, Donna Brazil. Brazil. Oh, I I used to respect her a lot. We'll, we'll see what she does with it. Right, but uh, r- regardless, uh, Mr. Wallace is is not one of the people, at least in what I've seen of him, who's doing the kind of stuff that that I was complaining about a little while ago like they moved the, the needle the republicans are ahead right or, or <laughs> yeah. behind or yeah i you know like like you know this is this is what i heard and this is what i think about it and this is why i think you should agree with me yeah, yeah. so yeah, he's got great questions he's very good at sort of interrogating yeah and people. he's not the only one i mean you know rachel yeah. maddow's very good uh, michelle martin on npr like, like there's 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 smart people out there and uh, and we do have to, to break in like a couple Who of Who have minutes, ethics and, and have sort of a compass that they don't ask questions that are, you know, misleading or wrong exactly. Yeah. They, they kind of, I mean, they, they do it so you can see what's going on. Right. Well, yeah. uh, that that's a combination of ethics and like a professional skill. acumen, you know, yeah. understanding what you're, how, how it's actually done. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But uh, it, my nutshell take finally is uh, this is all the damning testimony we were promised and more like this is just uh, i don't i cannot imagine that that they will not vote out articles of impeachment against the president i do not know how the senate will respond to this it depends how much keeps getting into the public yeah um ether yeah (laughs) hopefully all the facts that's what i'm hoping for is all the facts come out yeah i agree and uh and the music's playing so we do have to wrap up Man, uh, there's so much more I wanted to talk about, uh, which I guess we'll mention off air or something like that, you know. Uh, <laughs> Over uh, dinner uh, or next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to see like a mirror version of this, check out the way they aren't talking, releasing a report on Russian interference in the UK elections over in Britain, because wow. <laughs> but anyway, um, we do need to wrap up. Uh, last word? That was it. I just hope right. facts okay. come out. Here we go. So, uh, thank you for listening to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio tonight. Uh, there's going to be a, a podcast version of this show uploaded to the various services and whatnot later in the week. Uh, we're still getting an encore presentation on Monday afternoons at four. Thank you very much to everybody who listened then. If your then is now, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> And, uh, right, so we've got a whole bunch of cool music coming up here on on, uh, Valley Free Radio. Hope you'll stick around and listen to it all. But that's it for Civil Politics now.
Thank you. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.